welcome to the Love Dr. Teresa and my strong live series. In 2001, she dealt with bullying in the workplace at a postal service. It was because of a workman's cop claim that she filed for carpal tunnel syndrome. A female supervisor confronted her because she went over her head uh, to get back pay submitted. The confrontation escalated and Marshall nearly went postal. So Marshall is on the line today to share with us how she avoided this almost unbelievable uh, situation and what she did with her story, how she's helping people today. Welcome to the show, uh, Marshall. How are you? Can you hear me? Hello? Marshall? Yes. Can you hear me? I can. Hello? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the oh, show. How you, are you? you? Yes. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So how walk us through this. You nearly went postal because of a confrontation uh, over something that you were uh, you know, you just being, you know, proactive, obviously, and persistent about making sure that you got what you were, you were due. Uh, so walk us through what, what happened. Well, uh, basically, it was <clears throat> just like most uh, jobs when you get injured, you file a claim, and you have to go through the through the steps in order to get your uh, your injury accepted as a work-related injury. And I did mm-hmm. all of that. Actually, I had been complaining for years about the problem <clears throat> because we were doing so much overtime. My, remember, my time goes all the way back to, like, the mid-'90s, <laughs> early 2000s. So we were getting a lot of overtime. And, of course, we were loving overtime, but not knowing that, this was causing me injury to my body. Right. So when right. I filed the, the claim, I uh, proceeded with the the paperwork to get everything done. <clears throat> it was actually my doctor who diagnosed me with the with the problem because my my fingers were locking up, and I would uh, I would be holding something in my hand and all of a sudden drop it. I was like, well, "What is going on?" I, I was scared. I was thinking it was something even worse than what it was. Right, something really uh, severe. Yeah, so uh, like I said, I had gone through the whole motion, and once I got uh, accepted for the condition, then the the, uh, process of of, of, uh, all of the time that was taken off and like going to the doctors uh, when you were just in too much pain and taking off of work, I still had to... um, submit the the uh, proper paperwork to get all of my back pay. So even from the time of the surgery, we had included all of that. But there had been many, many days, because this was a years of, of process of going exactly. through the whole motion. So, yeah, so it was, a, yeah, it was a lot of back pay that I had to apply for, and they were holding up the, the back pay. And it it ended up, being so bad that it was causing me more stress because that back pay was needed to pay utility bills, rent, um, my car had been repossessed. So I had gone through all of that 
And that's when it was to the point where now I have to go over the supervisor's head. The manager wasn't doing anything, and the person who was in charge of making sure that they did their job wasn't doing her job either. So now I'm like, okay, who do I turn to when I'm, I'm uh, dealing with all of this and I have no one to turn to besides the union? And then I had to go through the whole process with the union getting involved. But now it's at the point where the paperwork finally get done. <clears throat> but the paperwork had not been submitted. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yes, it was. Yes, so it what was, what it led was, up was to after you went over your supervisor's head to – submit the paperwork, what happened after that? Well, uh, what happened after that was uh, actually the, the altercation uh, was because I was calling in to the person who was supposed to make sure they did their job, and she confronted me for being on the phone. But what was crazy, the process of, of, of getting uh, light duty work, that was my job. I was... I was uh, positioned as a light duty employee to answer and make phone calls. So since I'm at work, I'm calling to find out why part of my job getting taken care of. So I saw nothing wrong with that. And besides, I had taken myself personally to the office in the downtown area to make sure that the person was making sure the person was getting the job done. I made personal calls from home and at work, but since I was at work, I saw why would it be considered a personal call if it's about my work and my pay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it it was it was it was a, it was a really crazy uh, situation. So, of course, they tried to use that I was making a personal call and it, it was it was just crazy. <clears throat> Oh, okay. So you were making a personal call, and what happened after that? Well, what happened after that was uh, when she got in my face and, and uh, confronted me, I was saying to her, get the pen out of my face. I said it to her over and over and over. So how can you get that close to me where you got the e-pen close to my eye and you poke me in my eye and say that this is a mistake? It wasn't a mistake. It was a it was an attempt to do something to force me, like to hit her or something like that. So when you hit a supervisor, you're automatically fired and have to go through the whole process to get back to work. So I didn't hit her. I knocked the pen out of her hand after she stuck me in the eye. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. when she yelled out, someone called the postal inspector, she hit me. I knew at that point it was a setup. So I I ran into the lady's room upset, crying, and um, I tried to take my life. I took all of the pain pills that I was taking for my hand because I had just had surgery like less than a week before this had happened. So I was in a cast. I couldn't fight her, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'm I'm stressed because my utilities are st- are, t- are getting shut off. Um, my cars repossessed. I was walking to work, and it was uh <clears throat> it was just all of that rolled up in one, but to add insult to injury, after I get caught out to the hospital and have my stomach pumped, I come back to work a week and a half, a week, a little over a week later, and my new um, 
light duty position is a chair at a desk directly in front of her. So I was subject to yet more humiliation by being mm-hmm. forced to sit in front of her and the <clears throat> the desk and the chair was entitled my new work location. And that's that's just something that they do to say, hey, we're giving you a location to work within the building. But it was an right. attempt to intimidate me to want to bid out of the station. And this, these were words that were said to me by her and the manager. Uh, well, you don't okay. like it here. Why not bid out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so I had so to go through that for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that's amazing. Ed, but you have done something remarkable with your story um, in, the, in, the way, in the sense that you are uh, doing something in your community, which I love, uh, to pay it forward. You're using your love for comedy to make a difference. Uh, so now you stand up for change. Uh, let's talk about that for a moment. Yes, I had uh, gone back into comedy, and it helped me get through the depression that I was going through while fighting this long five-year fight for justice after uh, what I had uh, endured at the Postal Service. I felt that comedy was such a relief for me, and it was actually my therapist who talked me into going back uh back to comedy and getting back on stage, I felt so much joy from it. I I wanted to do more than just help myself. I wanted to use it in a way that I can give back. And now I'm working on a project here in my city to do a comedy festival. And with uh, in that comedy festival, I would like to add a major event to raise a lot of funds so that it can support an, a nonprofit that I'm trying to get off the ground, which is in Homeless Mission. And the, the big um, event I, is like a Guinness World Record attempt, a mass participation event in comedy to raise a lot of money to to uh, help end homelessness and raise awareness for mental illness. That's Fantastic, uh, Marcel. I mean, that's an incredible story that you have, and you're doing amazing things with it, which is, you know, helps you discover your purpose and 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 helps you help other people. Um, your experience yes. helps you discover your purpose and your love for, um, you know, comedy and making it helping other people laugh. Uh, the good book, as people call it, um, says that laughter do with good like a medicine, and so. Uh, you're helping other people um, find humor and and laugh and smile again, which is is just beautiful. So um, thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, sorry that you had to go through what you went through, but it sounds like you've uh, you've turned it around and uh, you're doing yes. something amazing with it. And people can find out more about you at www.thecomedymovement.info. That's thecomedymovement.info. Thank you again for joining me, and you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share my story.